Hello and welcome. It's the chat. I am Manny. My guest was one of the very young governors in the 1967 regime of General Gowan, and now a royalty in the sense of being the King of Brass. His Royal Majesty, King Alfred Dieter Spiff, is a meteorologist, a seaman, the first military governor of River State, a first-class traditional ruler in Bayosa State, a businessman and administrator, an auctioneer, an agronomist, and the King of Tuan Brass. Born in the 1940s, King Alfred attended St. Joseph's College in Western Cameroon. He graduated from the Britannia Royal Navy College, Dartmouth, and served with the Royal Navy. He had a brief stint as a meteorological officer at the Ikeja Airport in Lagos. This period prepared him for the career path he eventually towed. He joined the Nigerian Defense Academy as a cadet and during training was captain of his ship, leading a squadron. At the age of 25, following the creation of states in 1967 from part of the Old Eastern Region, he was appointed the first military governor of River State in Nigeria under the Military Leadership Administration of General Yakubu Gowon. His time as the military administrator of River State laid the foundation for the development of the state. His leadership focused on building the commercial, trade and industrial life of the state. He also invested in human capital development, housing, transport and tourism. During this time, he was a member of the Supreme Military Council and held office from May 1967 to 1975. After retirement from office, he returned to private practice, but barely three years after leaving office. He was crowned by his people in 1978 as the Amanayabo King of Tuan Brass, succeeding the late King Arisoma Sambo. A visionary community engagement officer, he keeps serving as a bridge builder between his community and multinational corporation in Tuan Brass. More recently, at the national level, he served in the Committee on Models and Structure of Government during the 2014 CONFAB. While he remains the King of Tuan Brass, he keeps creating opportunities for his people through numerous vocational skills acquisition schemes. He spends his time playing golf in the company of friends. He is married to Her Majesty Queen Josephine Deity Smith, and their union has many children. While you were in the military, what did your people criticize you for not doing in Rivers? When I was in the military? Yes. No, I, we, everything, you know, River State was just created. A virgin state. And to travel from Brass, we had five divisions. Um, so to travel from Brass to Port Harcourt, you needed ferries. And so, so one of the visits in 1968, if I recall, one of the visits to the communities, they had so many speeches. And every village or community wants to read their own. 
So by 6 p.m., I think it was in Degema also, they were now reading a speech. I was feeling quite tired. And I think that day my ladies had given me a cap which was too tight and was a bit tight on my head. And, uh, but then this man came up with a very brilliant speech. And we well delivered, you know, with a nice, good, clear voice. He said, Your Excellency, we believe in the federal military government, and I nodded. He said, We believe in your government, and I nodded. We believe in you, but with all the faith, we cannot walk on water. So please give us ferries. And what did you do? So I built, I built 12 ferries. I built on the same hall, similar hall, we built two hospital boats. Kalekule and Florence Nightingale. Is that all you remembered for doing in, in Rivers as God? No, 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 no. We had, what we, legacy have we, you we left behind? Legacy? Go there, you see it. They still no, 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 no. You tell me one. Mention one. The secretary had built in 1940s. Even the Potakot Airport you go to today, I selected that spot, flying my own aircraft from the flying club. And I acquired the land there in the name of the Potakot Flying Club and then gave it over to the federal government to build the, the, the international airport. So the secretarial buildings are there. Um, we had the ferries. We even had the Delta Echata. We brought over the Delta Echata and re-equipped it with all the amphibian aircraft, the Navajo, the um, Aztecs, and um, the amphibian um, with Edu float. They can land on land and land on wood. We have got all the corporations, tourist corporation had all the tourist sites and so on, including the Saka Holiday Resort, you know, all, all the uh, catering rest houses. And name it. Then we had our fishing fleets going out and landing fish, fresh fish every day. The schools, we built so many schools, we renovated so many. Then we had the tertiary institution, which included the College of Arts and Science, which later became the University of Arts and Science. So you name it, any every field of human endeavor, the agriculture, well, even the school to learn and things were put in place. So, so, so what, what, we were starting what from is scratch. satisfying to you if you have to beat your chest about your you know term in government? No, the thing life continues. Even today, um, I'm not an um, a farmer, but I'm yet an agriculturalist. So here today we're talking about the Naira going up, how much is it now? 500 and something? I have no idea. Right. I don't even think It was almost it. 600 Naira to a, to a dollar. What used to be two dollars to a Naira. Are you worried about it? Yes, I am. Why? Because we have to start exporting. If you have cashew nuts to export, and you're earning in dollars. If you have mushroom, which is one of the most modern uh, form of agriculture, you know, and you're earning in dollars, doesn't matter to you whether the dollar is a thousand naira or or, uh, or a, a million. Naira. What, what do you think about people who hold the military responsible for our backwardness? No, no, the no. Period no. of the military. No, yeah. no, no, no. no. They'll be most responsible for you no, know, no, most no, of no, the no. backwardness no, no, of this no, country. No, you should not blame the military. The military is a disciplined force and had a direct command and that level of discipline. 
You see, when you're dealing with civilians, everybody is the Lord himself. Just imagine the number of governors now. How many excellencies are there? How many Senate presidents? How many senators? How many distinguished? We are so many. Nigeria can boast of so many within the last 20 years. What would have been the alternative for the military to have continued or what? No, no, no. The military did their bit. You got it. If the state democracy is the thing of, the, uh, of, of, of today, we go all Democrats. But are they, are they really Democrats? And how expensive is it? So when you spend all the money on the legislators and, um, and administration, there's little left for development. Whereas with the military, we, my executive council was also the legislative body to make the laws and enforce them. We had to keep the judiciary separate. Just as they are, we were having the chief judge and all the other people there, and judges being appointed. And they had that, that no, there had been no tampering there. But you see, the local government at that level also, there should have been military administrators at that level. And I tried to recommend and change the local government laws to make it, make provision for sole administrators. And I appointed one or two um, civilians as sole administrators. And it was very effective. Because that sole administrator, instead of having a, all the legislators at the county council level, you know, the sole administrator now just had a set of advisors with himself and they could now run the show more efficiently and more effectively and cost efficient too. So these are the sort of reforms I did in my own time, which a lot of others adopted. Then creating local governments. I had SOA, who was the secretary to Bayesa's government. I mean, um, Balewa's government um, coming in to do a study. And I created from the five local governments we had initially when the state was created, we expanded them to 18, I think. And everybody said, your little state, how can you be having 18? I said, that's the effective way of doing it. So you find that even as we speak today, Bayesa has only eight local governments. Kano has 44. And one overhead bridge. <laughs> See, tell them. There is this bit of um, negativity between the present governor, Wiki, and the former governor. I don't know about that. You no. really don't know? I don't, and I don't want to know. You're seriously pretending not to know? No, 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 no. Amechi is a minister here, okay? He's in a different party from Wiki. I know this is a healthy rivalry. There must be that, you know, you don't can really know. When I got in there, Families told me, okay, that they don't put all their eggs in one basket. If his brother or part of the family are NCNC, they have to go action group. <laughs> so you don't let left out. Do any side that wins, we did there. Where's your wife from? My wife? She's from Isoko, Delta State. Oh, okay. Was that where you went to look for her, or you met her somewhere else? Oh, no, no. She, she, she was the president of the Students' Union um, in Port Harcourt in 1994. That was your attraction? 
Oh, well, they, she, they called her uh, action. She was uh, very, very, very precise and very articulate. And um, um, she came to invite me to their student week. And um, I saw her and I said, yes, this is a fine um, candidate. Um, and um, I decided that she was not letting her go. It's, wow. Yes. How did you do that? We want mutual. You didn't do it as a military band. No, you I mean, you know, she had the audacity to come and invite me to come and um, be her chief guest for the week. And I looked at her and said, why, why me? And she said, well, I seem to see something in you. And, um, did, she you ever and get, did she ever get to tell you what it was? You no, know, it takes so. a genius to discover a genius. Simple thing. Wow. Yes. Interesting. But you have other wives too. There are two other ones now. Yes, you, yes. You know. I mean, my government housewives are there. They, they, they retirement too. What about your children? I mean, how many are there? Well, we don't count children. They, they, they but have, you have a number. Yes. Yes. Dozens. Dozens? Yes. What do you mean dozens? I mean, dozens no. will be 12 times what? Dozens, yes. And so is... Admiral Wei used to tell us, pigeon by dozen, monkey by party. <laughs> what does that mean? Look at the pigeons, dozen, dozen. A monkey is uh, each group, each party, you know, one group. They form a body. So the children from their own, you don't count them. At best you can say, do you want to make them monkey by party or pigeon by dozen? I would rather make them with <laughs> dozens. So a dozen for you know this household, a dozen for that household. So, so uh, we'll put it at over 20 then. That's an understatement. Really? Oh, yes. Okay. I mean, you had the wherewithal, didn't you? No, 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 no. Education is very important. I, I, I enjoy that relationship with my mother, even from kindergarten, where she gave me a slate. And I said, well, are you assuring me that I have a slate pencil every day, a new one? And she did. That was an incentive. Okay. And if I didn't get my slate pencil, I'm not going to school that day. You recall that day that your job as a governor came to an end. What were you doing and how did it happen? Oh, yes, yes, yes. The, the honest truth that I might as well tell you. The, the night before then, uh, my commissioner of police, Ali Dou, um, requested that he would like to come and see me. I was going to play some golf and um, I said, okay, come in around at 7.38. And so he did. And he came, I was looking at me and I was looking at him. And he brought some photographs and was showing me. I said, thank you very much. Is that all we wanted to see me for? Um, and he wouldn't speak. Apparently he knew the coup was going to take place that night. But he didn't have the courage to tell me. Instead... That is the Muritala coup? Yes. Instead he was making sure that I was, uh, to be able to report back, that I was in town and was in office and was in the government house that night. 
And I went to sleep and my body was telling me something. I could not sleep. So at 3 a.m., I sent for my ADC and told him to get someone, the members of my cabinet. And he did that by 6 a.m. They had already um, I had my whole cabinet with me in government house. And I was telling out my experience with the commissioner of police and that uh, I suspect something funny. Then my wife leaned up from the upstairs and said, put on the television. <laughs> yeah. The military music was on. Uh, you were not scared to work, you know, they were No, no, no. I mean, you know, when we were finally sent for and taken to Lagos and um, told that we were retired, I was retired on my 33rd birthday. Um, I quietly thanked them and said, well, some of us have special skills. I was a pilot, I was a diver, um, a navigator, and um, a damn good shot also. <laughs> Oh. So, <laughs> I told him that some of all are still available to give assistance and advice if and when necessary. Were you disappointed that you had to leave the military at the age of 33? Disappointed? No, there's never a dull moment in my life. Has your military career enabled you to add value to your position now as a royal father? Yeah, sure. How? I'm training my people in mushroom production, training them in fishing, training them in boat building, training them in um, making bread and um, other confectionaries and things. You know, you train them in various fields, so everybody's busy. You got it? So, um, if people are idle, then you now say, look, make them into a sanitation authority. So they now, there's people always eating sweet oil, polluting the place. So a sanitation authority for everybody else who hasn't got anything gainful to do. So you clean the things and we'll, we'll give you boots and brushes and so on. So everybody, all hands on deck and nobody should be left idle. Have you had any regrets at all in life? Yes, you know, my only regret, only ambition left is to sing in a band. You got a voice for that? Yes, you know. You play the musical instruments. Yes, because you know, we. I still remember we when in Yaba. When I came back from the UK in 1965, and um, we went to Yaba, and you had the Kakadu and the, you know, Victor Wipe had arrived there, and then came Rex Lawson. You must have been a young guy, you know, hovering around and uh, a lot of women swarming over you Who, at, me? at that age, 65. 1965, yes, I was 23 years old. I was the captain of my ship, yeah. And um, when I'm on tour, out at sea, um, doing patrols, I'm out. When I'm ashore, I'm ashore. What was your life like with young girls then? No, no, no. They, I mean, they, 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 not, it's uh, like the lawyer said, it's lawful to love a lawyer. So it's also lawful to love a sailor. We were sailors. We'd go out to sea, go out there for six weeks, and you come back. And then, at that time, I was not playing golf. If not, I would have been going to play golf during my spare time. But, you know, in the evening, to go down and listen to all these fine musicians, you know. And who, who, who was your favorite then? I mean, the Kabam Bamboo, I think, was um, 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 
Victor Olaya, I think. Olaya and all, you know, they, they were fine musicians. Then um, um, Guitar Boy came, and then Ray Sorting arrived. And then Fela was there. Playing, well, uh, yes. playing the music. Yeah, Fela was. It, it, no, people didn't quite how, understand how did, you, music how did you react to Fela's music of zombie? No, Fela's music came growing. You know, it became. It, 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 people didn't imbibe it immediately. You got it? Yeah. Fela learned, studied music formally abroad. And some of his colleagues and, and cousins also were the people who were now in the military, like. Um, Bokno. Chegu Bokno. Not Chegu Bokno, Wale Bokno. Wale Bokno, okay. He was our um, uh, director of music. I mean, um, and, the, and, the, and then you had Olubogoku also in the army. These are all from musical families in Lagos. Okay? And my mother grew up in Lagos in the um, 1901, 1910. So. What was your nickname then? My, my nickname? I was. On my own, I was, I was called Jackie. Jackie? Yes. Why Jackie? You were Jackie? My, no. My, my, my brother's um, nickname was King Boy. After the King Boy Amai of Nimbe. And I was Jackie. After the Jackie of um, Opobo. The, the title of the uh, King of Opobo is Jackie. If you were going on holiday to an island, what are the five most important things you take along with you? No woman. Five most important things. Yeah. I take my Bible. One. Uh, in fact, I would take my, my, my iPhone <laughs> because it has everything, the Bible, even the dictionary, everything in it. So you with the iPhone and um, a battery, a power pack. Okay, you, you can last there, because, you know, like Yoni, even on in the desert. Yeah. Uh -huh. So that in this modern day and age, what would I take? When I used to go on tour um, in the speedboats through the creeks, I'm wearing my uniform, I'm wearing a woolen socks. I'm wearing a proper shoe. Okay? You dress for any weather. If the weather gets too hot, you now remove. If it gets too cold, you down, cover up. Then you carry your cloak. So you dress fully uh, for the weather the, uh, you might encounter in, in your desert island or whatever it is. So you have to think of what we will need there. Luckily, we don't have to carry air. God is giving us the free air. You will need water. Otherwise, you will not last. So if you have a, uh, this thing for this thing, you need to have fire. So you either learn how to make fire from stones, or you have to carry matches and um, some form of um, cooking arrangement. So talking to apparel for your safety, so you don't catch pneumonia or this or that. Then you have drinking water. Drinking water is the only thing, but there too, you can always dig a well and get some drinking water. Um, I'll wait and see the rain. And of course, a tent. You have to have a tent over you. And then the sleeping arrangement and so on. And then some buckets and other things. So that if, you, if it rains, you now have replenishment for your water. Thank you oh. for being on the program. Yeah. Have you had a good time? Yeah, I mean, as I told you, you know, I, I used to enjoy playing golf, but now I'm a consultant. 
Are you worried about that? No. You see, it's an opportunity for me to reach out to my fellow countrymen. And you have, you have indeed. Thank you so much yes. for coming on the program and affording us your time. Yeah. And that's how it's been on the chats this week. I am Manny. See you next time. The Chat is produced by Channels Television. You can watch it again online. Just visit our social media platforms, YouTube, Facebook. Thank you.